Welcome back, everybody, to My Fave Queer Chemist. I'm Beck. And I'm Geraldo. And today's episode is so special. We have, like, the cutest <laughs> guests ever. Oh, my God. Who, who is going to be the guest today? Please tell us. Ourselves. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. The episode, so the episode you've all been waiting for. More of us talking. Like, we don't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, Beck and I will be talking about our second year of grad school, you know, in this beautiful panoramic and how everything (laughs) went and, you know, keep us updated. Um, Yeah. And as, you know, two freshly minted PhD candidates, a lot's happened in the last year or so. So we thought that we'd just kind of chat a little bit about that. So here's the show. First things first, Geraldo, please tell us how you really are. Like, how you, how are you really doing? How am I really doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, ACS is happening, so I'm doing that. We did our presentation last week, so that was yeah. really cute. I had my, my talk. so well, yeah. Yeah, I had my talk this week. That's cute. um finals for the last class that I'm taking for my PhD so I'm excited I'm gonna be done with this already Amazing. but yeah you know trying to finish oh my god I'm trying to finish this paper and I'm just missing the HRMS data for my SI and the QTOF is down in the department (laughs) so you know that's how I feel you know waiting for that how, yeah. how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I'm also working on a paper, working on a review that I'm also really just want to be done because mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't done enough like bench work in the last couple months just because I had candidacy and then I got sick and then this review. So it's just like been a lot. I'm ready for it to be done. But I'm really happy that it's springtime and it's um, sunny and I'm getting my second vaccination dose tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I get to see my family in a month. So honestly, like I'm doing pretty well. Like the, I feel like the weather getting warmer and the sun being out, it feels like the whole city of Ann Arbor is just like a million times happier now. And it just like, I just feel it in the streets. It's amazing. I know seeing all that green and all the flowers are blooming. Yeah. Like feeling the sun finally. Yeah, exactly. So cute. So good. Exactly. So what has been the most challenging part of doing your second year of grad school during this pandemic? Oh my goodness. What a great question, Geraldo. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Um, with the exception of literally do all of it, do like I cannot, cannot recommend enough. Do not do your graduate school during a pandemic. I can't can't recommend it enough to our listeners. Please don't. If you have um, a choice. If you have a choice in that or at all, don't do it. Um, but no, I think, you know, I, I there have been a lot of like, you know, good pockets of of joy mm-hmm. scattered throughout the last year and a half or so, which we'll get to. But I think one of the most challenging parts was really when we came back to lab during the summer, like after being in quarantine for for a little while, it Mm -hmm. it felt very isolating for a good chunk of time, like the summer leading into the fall. I, yeah, it it was just very isolating. I didn't get to see like a lot of my lab friends because we were like one of my closest lab mates, my closest friends in lab, we were on like different shifts. And so Mm -hmm. we went like pretty much six months without seeing each other. 
and I didn't get to see you or like really a lot of our friends, you know, we saw each other a little bit because of the warm weather, but I mean, it was, it was really isolating up until like when I met my partner and like we started dating. And I think like that had a lot of like, Mm -hmm. that had a great effect on like me kind of getting out of this like depressive episode that I was going through. But I think it was, it was really hard. Um, I think like just mental health wise, I think one of the things that made it a little bit easier was that I felt like my PI like was really understanding about like what everybody was going through and I think he he had a lot of like patience and grace with us and so I like I remember I had to like have a few conversations with him like in the fall just being like I'm not doing well like this is affecting my work I'm not like you know just mental health is not where it needs to be and just like him being really supportive through all that was I think like one of the like best things that came out of that but yeah I think it was just really isolating I think for a while there it's that's why now it feels like just things are happier and things are better because we get to see each other more often and you know the weather's nice and stuff like that yeah we're getting vaccinated too so that helps a lot (laughs) yeah exactly what about you what's been kind of the hardest no yeah I I agree with you and I think some people might just not find this very important but I miss that social interaction yeah because just grad school is so stressful and like you know one of the ways that I would release that stress will be hanging out on a Friday night you know go to a drag show on a Thursday night yeah go brunch (laughs) I don't know that was like those little Ex- escapes from grad school, yeah. which is you know grad school is not hell you know we no no that. no but but I mean like <laughs> it I, is it's stressful. hard yeah it is hard it's stressful especially you know like going through our second year like mm-hmm. a lot I feel like just a lot more pressure was stacking up like yeah. you know getting ready for candidacy and like are we making like the are we reaching yeah, yeah like are we reaching like the progress marks that we need mm-hmm. to be making and it feels like I just lost some of that progress yeah in the midst of the pandemic but I, I know a lot of people have mm-hmm. but it was just like a weird awkward time because we were just finishing our our second rotations yeah. and we we're supposed to officially join a lab mm-hmm. right when the pandemic started yeah. and so there was like this awkward three months of quarantine I don't know how long was quarantine I can't even remember yeah. and then it's like oh you have to start on, on during the summer on your lab you know start working you know producer data yeah prepare for candidacy like, yeah and like, then just like yeah just like get to going and I remember mm-hmm. like yeah I applied to like NIH and NSF fellowships it right. was just like like oh the pandemic doesn't really care like yeah. or like grad school doesn't really care that much like you mm-hmm. have to still keep going and like you know making yeah. progress and stuff um, like you're but I I agree with you like your PI and then my PI also like yeah they're like great they understand obviously because everyone's going through the same thing yeah exactly. <laughs> so they are very understanding but we like recently now in April just like went to full capacity because our, our lab is yeah. so big that we couldn't be everyone at the same time so we'll still have shifts just yeah. a, until now yeah and so now starting back again working every day yeah <laughs> it's like, oh my it's, god I love the lab but it's like <laughs> it's, a, it's an adjustment definitely to get back to like working like a normal schedule s- yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's it's gonna take a little bit of time I think I love it because yeah I can see like now I can see everyone in the lab yeah. at the same time yeah as opposed to like every other week when we have like shifts or whatever yeah definitely <laughs> Well, you know, it's like good things and then like not so good things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad we're like getting vaccinated and things are looking a little bit brighter. Yeah. And yeah. Hashtag vaccine saves lives, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's been such a tough year for everyone that like we've talked about. Have mm. there been any small or big little like pockets of joy for you over this past year? What have those been? Oh, 
<laughs> nothing, just nothing. Dead silence. No good things have happened for her also. Oh well, I I don't know. I went home for for the holidays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, you can go ahead and then I'll answer this. <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm sure yeah. something was fun. I just yeah, pockets. Of, yeah, pockets of joy was that I got to spend ten weeks in quarantine with my family down in Texas right. um, at the beginning of the pandemic last year, um, and th- that was like the longest time I had mm-hmm. lived with them, pretty much since like early high school, since I went to boarding school for high school. So that was like the longest period of time that I got to spend with them. And like, as an adult, like as a 23 right. year old or whatever, it was kind of nice. Um, it was a little hard also, cause I felt like I was 17 again, but like for the <laughs> most part, it was really good. Like I got some like really great quality time with my sister who was like eight years younger than me. So she's 16. Mm-hmm. We don't get to spend a lot of time together. And then just like, you know, having time with my parents, that, that was definitely like a highlight. Um, but then of course, it's been a year since I've seen them so, yeah. uh, cause I haven't seen them since I left. So that, that was like hard, but also like a really good moment. And then obviously like meeting my partner and like mm-hmm. falling crazy in love. It was disgusting Aww. to say on air, but, <laughs> but like definitely like didn't think that that could happen, especially mm-hmm. like in the middle of the global pandemic and um, you know, things are a lot better now. Um, yeah in large part because of them but yeah I think the like those are the like two big pockets and then I think I'm just like even though it's been really hard I feel like I've like grown a lot mm-hmm. over the last year I think I like I I have a little bit more of an idea of what I want to do with my life like mm-hmm. after grad school I like kind of kind of have like some more go- like realistic goals I you know moved into my own place I've like lived by myself for the last year and it's been amazing and I love mm-hmm. that and so there there have been like some smaller things too um but yeah yeah what about you any any I, anything that came up for you I don't want this to sound cheeky but I guess all the things that we've done with the podcast have yeah. been like so good yeah I mean thanks this is awful but thanks to the pandemic we were able to do like no, a super yeah. good pride month special where we interview like yeah. i don't know like 10 or so people oh my god that was like interview every like an interview every single week yeah no twice a week we had some twice yeah a we week, had right? two episodes per week yeah two episodes per- that was buck wild mm-hmm. like <laughs> so much editing so much producing those episodes i mean it was very stressful but it was like fun it was yeah it was it was it was fun to like feel really like passionate about mm-hmm. something again that was like outside of science and to like right. really get to like just get those like creative juices flowing mm-hmm. and, yeah, and do something because it yeah. was like kind of boring during the like, quarantine yeah, exactly. you know exactly <laughs> and then thanks to that we've been featuring a lot of things so writing all those articles and like you know interviews yeah. and stuff I think that was yeah. fun yeah. um but yeah I going back to the visiting family I went home like for three weeks and I yeah. hadn't been home that long since like I was in high school or something like that. yeah so I understand that you know it's like mm, three weeks I love my family but it was a bit too long yeah I was like ready to go back but mom I love you <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. yeah yeah mom dad I love you yeah so what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment over the past year Ooh. Good. this is a good question I like this question I wrote this question so I better like yes. it um <laughs> I love this question see. <laughs> yeah I, I mean I think it, it's important to kind of like shout out you know how far we've come and, mm-hmm. and big things that we've accomplished I think uh one of the biggest things I accomplished was well first like coming out to like my lab at, I mean this was a little bit pre-pandemic but 
like coming out to the world as non-binary and then I went mm -hmm. through like a name change over the summer which was like a big deal for me so like that you know and I and I finally came out to my parents I like hadn't been fully out to them and so those were all things that like happened over the last year and I, I think I've like grown a lot in that mm -hmm. sense too so that was like you know really exciting stuff that I'm really proud of myself um, yeah. and then I think like the biggest accomplishment was like publishing my coming out story in science magazine like yeah literally like the first publication of my like graduate career like yeah. I put that on like I was updating my cv today mm -hmm. and like one of my lab mates was like go like put that citation on your cv and I was like oh my god course, like yeah. it is like yeah so just like the fact that that was like my first publication of grad school it was such a like cathartic experience mm -hmm. writing it and then publishing it and then getting like so much like positive response dealing with like twitter trolls for the first oh my time God, in my I life know. like <laughs> they kind of made me cry at some point but like that's like a sign i guess mm -hmm. that you're doing really well when like right homophobic trolls come after you on twitter or whatever but yeah i think that that was a really big accomplishment for me i love that that that's great yeah. i mean it's yeah. it's amazing and so it's so like such an inspiration too Thank you, friend. Mm. What are you biggest accomplishments? I guess we're gonna talk about this after, but I guess going through candidacy. Yeah. Doing obviously this pandemic Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to, you I've 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all the TikToks that call it all like the a TikToks with a different <laughs> I'm trying to remember in a Panda in a Panda Express. Uh, sorry, yeah. this is not um what is it called sponsored by TikTok, but we love TikTok. <laughs> we're they millennials i like tiktoks okay sorry Gen Z. we're we're zillennials we're on the cusp okay sure we're a mix <laughs> sure i do not want to claim millennials anyway continue i forgot what to say candidacy get, getting oh, through candidacy, candidacy yeah getting through candidacy you know i uh, recently got nsf too so that was like really exciting <laughs> yeah I love you that. did and then get it, trying to get this paper out. Oh my god! But you know, I'm not celebrating that yet. Hopefully, yeah, I yeah. can in the next month or so. Um, but yeah, it's just those little like accomplishments that you know make you feel a lot, a lot better. Even though this is yeah. a very like dark time. Yeah. <laughs> to be, you know, not too dramatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, I mean, it has been a dark time. That's why. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of us for like just yeah. I mean, I, I, I think like. It's been a hard year for both of us, but I feel like we've really tried to like make mm -hmm. the best out of it. And we have like some good things to show for it too. So I know, exciting. right? Wait, this is a, a parenthesis questions question. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many hairstyles do you go through during the pandemic? <laughs> oh my God. This wasn't even on the list of questions. Oh my god. I just thought about this. Hidalgo, <laughs> are you trying to roast me or something? Oh my no. god. Let's see. <laughs> oh my god I don't know I like I had long hair longer hair I think if you go to our Twitter you know the clips that we publish for the video yeah, yeah, yeah. promo you, you the, have you different hair the... for every video <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah I had like a you know short like short haircut that was like kind of long on top and then I buzzed it and then I had like a short baby mullet I've been working on the mullet for a while I love know? the mullet been, I think yeah. the mullet looks right yeah and get get ready for buzz cut season because i'm buzzing my oh my god i should cut this too i have like i didn't have i haven't caught my hair <laughs> we can have matching buzz cuts i don't know i, I think my forehead is too big and so we have our hair on my head it'll look like an egg i don't want to look like an egg yeah yeah 
but yeah, no, I definitely I get gone to gone through too many hairstyles and too many hair colors also. Just beautiful. So <laughs> Back to the questions. Yeah. <laughs> to the real questions. Um, okay, so we've talked a little bit about this, but um, how was the candidacy process for you? Did anything surprise you about yourself going through like prepping for that? Um, and then do you have advice for graduate students who are going to begin prepping for their own candidacy exam this next year? Right, right. So I did my candidacy last year. So it was the fall yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, I started working on my candidacy. I did it on December. So the end of the yeah. semester. I started working it while I was working on, with NSA. So it was kind of mm. a bit, like stressful working with the, with like fellowship yeah. application and then candidacy. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of helped because you write about your research, you like do a little yeah. bit of scientific writing. So that helps a bit. It was good. It was very stressful. I, I kind of like, it makes you feel a little bit like you're not doing enough in the lab because you're like more focused on like writing, you know, mm-hmm. reading papers, putting mm-hmm. up slides, you know, writing a proposal. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like you also have to do research. Uh, thankfully, Melanie, like my PI, she did not make me feel that way. I just put yeah. that pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I also had to be, you know, getting data and like, you know, whatever. But I would say like, to prepare for candidacy, do it, you know, in advance, don't wait to too late, because you'll have to practice. I would, I would say practice several times, because every time you practice, you'll notice something that you have to change, or Mm -hmm. something that you, like, should read, or dust off, you know, just in case for questions, Mm -hmm. or, or whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's not, like, horrible, you know, candidacy itself, it's easy, yeah. The thing that is the, the the worst thing about candidacy is getting to candidacy. Yeah, the preparation like a, and yeah. Yeah, it's just like a roller coaster, you know, going up the roller coaster. It's horrible. You feel like you're going to die. You feel like you're not going to make it. And then you get to candidacy <laughs> and then it's like so anticlimactic. <laughs> like you yeah. just give a talk, you know, you ask, you answer some questions and then you're yeah. like, oh, congratulations, you passed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, thank you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. How about you? What, what what do you think? Yeah, so I did candidacy more recently. I did it, uh, what, like a month and a half ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was definitely very stressful, like you were saying, just echoing, agreeing with everything that you said. It was mm-hmm. a really stressful time. I also felt really guilty about not doing, like, a lot of lab work during that time, um, especially, like, the, like, two or so weeks, like, leading up to it. That's, like, right. all I could think about. And, like, I would be at my hood trying to do something, and all I could think about was, like, everything else that I need to be doing for preparation. <laughs> yes. So, at, at a certain point, I was just, like, whatever. I'm just going to focus on this, and mm-hmm. then, like, you know, I'll be more productive once all this is done, obviously. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, yeah, preparing, er- like, er- early. Um, I-, I am not someone who can do stuff last minute. I have, like, far too mm-hmm. bad of anxiety to be able to do that. So mm-hmm. I I think, like, what kind of helped me is that I, like, set some, like, arbitrary deadlines for myself. I was, like, by this date, I'll have this done and send a draft to this person. By this date, I'll have my practice talk. By this date, whatever. And that kind of, like, helped me because it can be a little bit overwhelming when you're, like, mm-hmm. just thinking about things big picture. It's, like, I don't know at least for me, it was very overwhelming. So just kind of like setting up some sort of like deadlines for myself Mm -hmm. and like ways to hold myself accountable a little bit. But yeah, so I mean, I don't think that surprised me necessarily, because that's just like, I work better when I have a little bit more organization, because my Mm -hmm. mind can get very disorganized very easily. 
but yeah, I advice, I think like for grad students who are prepping, I think, yeah, just starting with enough time in advance, um, definitely practice talks, obviously. Um, one of the, like the biggest things that helped me was getting you and some of our other friends who are yeah. outside of my lab, oh, yes. who, who have never heard really my research before, mm-hmm. um, having y'all like doing a practice talk for y'all and and you guys asked a lot of questions that people in my lab would have never asked like what I would have never thought of or like a lot of like foundational background Mm -hmm. questions that like I should know the answers to but like some of them I didn't and so like I think that that was a really good preparation um but yeah in terms of the actual day uh (laughs) I was just like a nervous wreck I was in Corey's office like doing it because I wanted to like come into lab so I wasn't just in my apartment right and I was just like drenched in sweat trying to like take deep breaths like before and then like the first five minutes I was like so shaky but then Mm -hmm. you know like once you do that much preparation and you like at a certain point you just have to have faith in yourself Mm -hmm. and just go like go for it and then I I really like relaxed at this because I was like you know you you know the stuff like you you know know, you know the answers you might not know the answers to everything that's fine that's Mm -hmm. not the point of this they're not like here to grill you and like right, make you feel exactly. bad about not knowing answers. To th- I don't know. So yeah, once I, once I kind of like got in the groove of it and just like breathed and, you know, it went by, like, it went really smoothly and, and I felt really proud of myself for like how, like how well I did. Mm-hmm. How well, like, cause you know, it was just like, I feel really good about what I did. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't really matter. Like what they think as long as they think it's satisfactory to move me forward but like I felt like really proud of the work Mm -hmm. that I presented and stuff like that so yeah I'm glad it's over though I'm so glad it's over Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and something that uh, at least here in Michigan is that for candidacy they're not trying to like to quiz you to see if you know it's more like talk about your research you know give you like suggestions and just like understand like genuine yeah genuine, uh, genuine questions, questions too yeah exactly it's not like oh you don't know i don't know the acid base equilibrium i want to know yeah i don't um, even know that <laughs> yeah yeah the pk of this compound oh yeah or what's the pk know. of this acid I yeah um yeah <laughs> it's stressful but it also makes you feel like oh my god i'm a phd candidate now yeah know? i literally like i literally just felt like on top of the world adrenaline mm-hmm. after i was like this is the best feeling ever right like, to know like hard concretely that I reached <laughs> did you hear that? Yes. I accidentally tapped my table. <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just to like know like concretely that I mm-hmm. reached a point like a major milestone, milestone of your PhD. Like that felt right. so good. But yeah. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. So get ready everyone for candidacy. So get ready get ready it's not that bad you'll do great <laughs> so related but not completely <laughs> any advice to those who will be entering grad school in the fall oh i think well, is, 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 is the fall gonna be like normal now i think i think it'll be pretty normal i think it'll, i, I mean, mean we're, you know, we're normal having, as normal gets yeah normal as normal i mean we're having a, at least one summer rotator i think so oh kind, i don't know about that kind of kind mm-hmm. of normal i guess but yeah, I guess advice. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I don't have any advice. Hold on, let me think. Let me think. I guess, I guess I, like, yeah. Do you want to get? You want to go? Yeah, I just have a quick advice. Yeah, we've talked about this so many times here. Yeah, get like your peers are a such important support group yeah. for grad school. 
-hmm. mean just make friends you know not like that but yeah you know the support of other people that are going through the exact same thing that you're going is very important yeah at least in our yeah, first I, year you know yeah, definitely in our first year but I think I think even after that make sure definitely make friends with people in your first year cohort those are going to mm -hmm. be people that follow you throughout the entirety of your graduate career but also like make sure that you have like good, strong relationships with people outside of your lab. Like I mm -hmm. have great friends in my lab, but mm -hmm. the majority of my like close friend group is outside of my lab and yeah. like in way like different labs. Than, and that makes it fun because you go mm -hmm. listen to their talks. Like they give you advice on stuff that they are really not that invested in scientifically, but like right. they're invested in you as a person. Mm -hmm. that, when their like, PIs get a, donuts, you can go get donuts from their labs. You know, did you steal, did you steal donuts from my no, lab today? No, not for your lab, from Karina's lab though. Oh. <laughs> you got donuts today and you didn't say anything? I thought we, we were always, friends. If Karina has donuts, we have donuts. That's how it works. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, it, like you, if you need to borrow a chemical, like you mm -hmm. have friends. Like Isaac right. came into our lab today, just like borrow a book on photochemistry, mm -hmm. some shit like that, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, have friends in other labs and mm -hmm. keep those friendships throughout because that's also going to be like you know, it's right. sometimes it's nice to just like complain a little bit or mm -hmm. like I don't know, like get advice about stuff or you know whatever. So. Yeah. And then when, when like, depends on the, of the program you are, but rotations, just like talk to people, talk to the lab, get a feel of how the lab yeah. is. Because when you made a decision, you make a decision to join a lab officially, that's like an important decision yeah. that you make on your PhD. So just like yeah. make sure that you really are going to feel comfortable working there for the rest of your PhD. Yeah. Um, obviously, the science is very important. We all love science, but, you know, also the lab culture, yeah. um, the lab dynamics and, 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 I don't know what your future like professional goals are you can yeah. like, see how that relates to the lab that you're choosing or you want to like join so there are a lot yeah. of things but obviously you can always ask other people or ask yeah. us too yeah we'll answer any questions definitely yeah. I will also say um don't be afraid to ask for help graduate school mm -hmm. is incredibly hard um and I remember like I felt a little bit embarrassed like whenever I over the last like you know my first year of graduate school having asked for help like I got tutoring for one of my classes for first semester I felt mm -hmm. weird about that that's normal it's like nothing to be ashamed of yeah. like there have been many conversations that I've had with like Corey as my boss that have been like just a little bit uncomfortable for me but just like you know asking for help asking for more support right. um you know for me it was really important that I joined a lab and that mm -hmm. I was in a department where I felt like that was you know not taboo to do but like in mm -hmm. fact like encouraged and so I think that that's that's a big ad advice piece of advice that I have especially like you know going to grad school during a pandemic obviously like we've talked about has been really hard so yeah don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it so what are some goals that you have for yourself for this summer and for us entering into our third year? Oh my God. <laughs> maybe, maybe work on myself. Cause you know, this pandemic yeah. really like hit everyone. And so, you know, it's, it makes you feel very bad about yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And we might go to Hawaii on December for Pacific camp. Oh yeah. So, we, you know, I need might, to look, I, I need to look cute yeah. for that. Are you, are you going to? Yeah, I think, I think okay. our whole lab is going. Oh my God, yeah. that'd be so fun. Our, our whole lab is going to. Pacific Chem, everybody yeah. come Ooh. out there. 
hopefully you know yeah. everyone vaccinated and everything so yeah, yeah work on myself um work on the lab now that I won't have any classes or like yeah. any other responsibility just do research mm-hmm. and then do amazing things for the podcast you know all the plans that yeah. we have yeah yeah I'm excited to yeah I want to get a paper or two out this year mm-hmm. like I like research papers that's a big goal of mine yeah. um and then yeah I think like making progress with our podcast like getting back in the swing of that I know it's been a little hard because we've been a little on and off this past year mm-hmm. um this past school year but yeah just getting back in the swing of that and seeing where it leads us um yeah I don't know do I'm excited brunch. I'm like yeah do some brunches uh, have some picnics mm-hmm. um maybe finally be able to host people in my apartment <laughs> that would be nice I know um but yeah I don't know I'm I'm really hopeful I'm really excited about what this next year is gonna bring for all of us so yeah, yeah. I agree me too and so I think this is our last question Ooh. what's the best thing you've binge watched over the last year oh my god oh my that god is- literally such a hard question i know oh oh my god it's like hard to remember all that i've watched over the last year like i'm thinking about like a year ago we were all watching tiger king and obsessed with it you know (laughs) like (laughs) i literally binge watched that in like a day and a half with my family yeah um i've watched a lot of Grey's anatomy over the last year um that's homophobic I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. Stop. That's so mean. I didn't mean that. Maybe I did, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Grey's Anatomy, whatever. I'm not ashamed of what I watch. Um, Let's see. Oh, recently my partner and I started rewatching Orange is New Black, which is. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There there have been some really good, like. Mm shows that there's only like a season or two of it like queen's gambit or sex education it's really good yeah so there have been some good ones what about you any anything that sticks out oh yes i binge watched (laughs) sheets creek oh oh my god i forgot i i also watched Sheets Creek. oh my god i love oh my god it's so good i cried so much I had like never seen it up until like this past year. I know. So that was kind of that was kind of fun just to like mm-hmm. watch it from the beginning. Yeah, I like I kind of watched season one a while ago and then I was like, okay, let's just watch because I like the last season came out last year, I think. Yeah. It was like oh, let's just watch it from the beginning. And it was like oh, the best. I love it so much. Oh Amazing. my god. Uh yeah, she's great carry me through the pandemic, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. I rewatched Avatar The Last Airbender when Netflix got it oh, again. Yeah. I, I love that like animated series yeah beautiful Cute. and in the legend of Korra after that I don't know you know it's such a yeah, nerd yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get it you're nerdy yeah but I I love that series so much and then yeah Chase Creek amazing yeah cute yeah well this is this is really fun just like getting to chat and mm-hmm. kind of reflect on what the last year has been like and yeah, yeah. we have a lot of exciting things planned for the podcast mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Let us know what you binge watched during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, during tag these, us. Uh, what's another word for pandemic? No, another one for those things that works. Uh, a, a P- Panda Express. Oh, I know. Yeah, let us let us know what you watched during the Panda Express. Yeah. <laughs> Express. <laughs> Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag us um, if you listen to this entire chaotic episode. Tag us on Twitter 
telling us what you what your favorite thing that you binge watched over the last year is. Please. What's what's your favorite pan- pandemic word? Oh, and your favorite pandemic word. And oh, what's yours? mine? Oh, it's mine. Oh my god, I love panini or panini press. <laughs> oh, panini! I love that. I, in, I, the, I, in the middle of a panini press. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mine definitely has to be pandemic lovato. I just. <laughs> I, lo- I love that me. I love that me. But pandemic know, me That's so funny. That's really funny. Oh my god. But anyways, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We stand in solidarity with the family and loved ones of Dante Wright, who was tragically murdered in Minneapolis this past week. Our hearts continue to break for our black and brown siblings and the violence they experience in this country every day. We must do better. Remember, Black Lives Matter today and every day. Resources on how to support Dante Wright's family and the BLM organizers in Minnesota are on our Twitter. We hope that y'all are being safe and healthy out there and continuing to support each other during this pandemic. Remember to fill out the nomination form on our Twitter. If you're interested in being interviewed for the show, you can follow us at MFQCPod. Take care, everybody. Stay safe and remember to get vaccinated. We'll see you soon. Bye.